everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra, episode 82. Yeah. It's a podcast. It is. Uh, it's an extra podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a companion to the Bamcast Prime podcast, mm-hmm. where I, Chuck, and I, Harlow, w- watch other movies. Right. <laughs> Sometimes we do dumb themes. We do, yeah. And this is the end of one. Hmm. We have been watching uh, pulp cinema hero comic strip movies yeah. for months. <laughs> And uh, we're done. We ran out. (laughs) And (laughs) as luck would have it, we ran out with 1996's The Phantom. That's right. It is. Slam evil. Uh, Yeah. We slammed some evil earlier. Slam evil. We just slammed it right back. (laughs) (laughs) Just crushing evil. Slamming it. Yeah, you were like, hey, Mr. Knievel over there, you think you can dunk? No. Slam. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Slam evil. (laughs) So the Phantom, it, uh, it did not make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, made probably about half of what it cost to make. Right. Uh, people ridiculed it, and it was lost to time. And then I would say about ten years ago, twelve years ago, people started to come out of the woodwork and say, "You know what? The Phantom's all right." I'm- and there has kind of been this weird resurgence of. It's been like the it's been like the Halloween three of things. It's it's gotten that like, hey, you know, actually, the Phantom isn't that bad. Right. And spoiler, they're right. They are absolutely right. (laughs) It's not that bad at all. Uh, So this takes place in the late 30s. 1939, I believe, is the date established. Yep. And boy, it it starts out with a real quick like, okay, here's the story. I love that it's actually like, you know, for those just walking in or something like that, or for those that just got here. Yeah. There's a kid and he's on a boat and pirates wreck the boat and the kid lands on shore and a shaman finds him and gives him a ring. Yeah, they have a little little ceremony, a little Mm -hmm. song and dance. Yeah. And they're like, if you, we like you, so we're going to put a ring on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they know. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, then we uh, we cut to some some dudes mm-hmm. driving along in the jungle. James Remar being one of them. That's true. Uh, I'm sure he's a Bamcast alum. A lot of people in this James movie. James Remar is absolutely a Bamcast alum. Yeah, he is. Um, Band of the Hand? Is he James y- Remar? Yeah. 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 Okay, sure. I mean, among others. I, yes. I know he's been around. He's been. Others. He's been in things. I'm not doing research, but no. I know Band of the Hand. Yeah. Great um, James Remar. Uh-huh. Yes. And they were looking for a thing. They've, they've got a map. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're looking for a well, thing. Well, they've got a map, and they've got a guide, and they're driving through the jungle looking for... They have for... a guide kid. They have a, they have a kid they've accosted and be like, you're our guide. Right. Short round. Yes. And... Tell us the tell us what we want to hear, or else we'll pummel you, or... Yeah. You know, whatever you, have the you map did upside to kids down. in the 30s. And yeah. James Romar's like, I don't have the map upside down. If I had the map upside down, there'd be a bridge right up ahead. Mm-hmm. Giant bridge. Yep. Giant shitty bridge. Yeah, it's a bad bridge. Don't go across this bridge. But they they all walk across the bridge, make the kid drive the truck across the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then basically they're just like, all right, tie that kid up. Throw him in the back of the truck. They don't really say where. They just like take. Yeah, they, they say, do just tie him up. They say tie the kid up and then one dude just kind of picks him up like a sack of potatoes and yeah. carries him off. And I only mentioned this because when they run back to the truck and they're like, get out of here, which we'll get to in just a second. I'm like, where's the kid? Right. For a second. For a second. Yeah. Uh, but they go into this this cave, and it's filled with spooky things. Mm-hmm. And one guy just walks over to this uh, the skeleton and is just like, "Oh, hey, boss, here's the thing we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> it's right here. Where are my skull? Uh huh. It's a skull. Uh huh. It's a it's a silver skull. It is. And they're like, "Sweet, we got the thing. Let's go." And then that skeleton comes to life and kills a dude. Yep. And they're like, 
okay, this is weird. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so he they choke slam that dude, mm-hmm. the Undertaker. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, you see someone sitting in a stone throne of some kind with skulls all over it, just just chilling. Stone throne. <laughs> and you just hear a voice say, there's trouble, let's go, someone needs me, or something like that. Well, you should listen to your friend Billy Zane. Yeah, you should. He's, he's, he's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, he knows. And um, so they are now leaving because they're creeped out by spooky things. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they're leaving... A horse appears with a man in a purple suit, <laughs> purple spandex suit, not you know like a like like a Joker suit, but mm-hmm. just skin tight spandex, purple, and a Zorro mask, and he's riding a majestic white horse, leaping in slow motion towards them, and they're like, "Uh, let, we gotta go." That's <laughs> the Phantom. Yeah, it is. He, you he you has... might know him from comic strips uh-huh. for a long, long time. Still mm-hmm. going apparently oh, somewhere. Really? Somewhere still publishing the Phantom comic strip. That's fun. Yeah. He has a wolf. He does have a wolf. To be fair, he could look more goofy. Have you ever seen what the comic Phantom looks like? He has. Doesn't pen, he have like zebra stripes? He has pinstripe under. Well, not pinstripe, but yes, like, you know, vertical okay. stripe underwear. Yeah. So they, they apparently tried that. They're like, that looks ridiculous. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, not that this looks any better. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's it, not entirely goofy, but as. Just skipping ahead, like, as you find out, he is, like, the protector of the jungle for 400 years. Okay, for a protector of a jungle, it's kind of a goofy costume. For a superhero costume, it's pretty good. Yes, but for someone who uh, is exclusively a jungle protector, Mm -hmm. a purple outfit doesn't make any sense. Not really. Like, where would you come by it? How did you make it? Why would you think that would be good to have in the jungle? (laughs) It's like not a lot of purple things in the There's the purple guy. (laughs) Maybe in mountains where there's majesty, you could hide. (laughs) Maybe. But it's it's silly. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we start to see some of the special powers that the Phantom has, like guns. <laughs> the Phantom has no special powers. The Phantom has legend. Okay. That's all the Phantom has. The, the Phantom is hype. He mm-hmm. has he has hype. He has luck. Mm-hmm. He has spatial awareness. And animals refuse to eat him. <laughs> those mm-hmm. those are the. Above and beyond superpowers that the Phantom has over mere mortals. I would say you could chalk that up to know-how. <laughs> he, he has jungle know-how. He trains. Like, yeah. he has knowledge. Sure. He lives in a library. Well, he yes. reads a lot. I mean, again, <laughs> not a power, just dedication. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're coming to this thinking like, oh, what's his amazing superpower? None. Uh, the, the closest that he gets is hype because everyone thinks that he can't be killed. Right. So it's an illusion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's not real, uh, because as we come to find out later, this is just a generational thing. It's just every dude's been the Phantom. It's like Zorro. Every everybody's been the Phantom. Just year after you just pass it down mm-hmm. when you're about to die. Oh, good thing I have a twenty something kid who can take over for me. Yeah, well, you know, you got to plan your life. You got to mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, it's time to make a new Phantom. <laughs> hey, baby, you yeah. want to make a new Phantom? Yes. With me. Which when that becomes when you start to realize that's where this is going, like. His interactions with ladies become real strange because it's just like the Phantom needs to reproduce. <laughs> I don't know if you're on board for that, ma'am, but <laughs> that's why he's interested in you. Well, to be all right. So to be fair, going back to the suit, mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of ways this could have looked worse. Oh, sure. Because it's not bright purple. It's a muted purple. Well, I, I'm fine with purple. I love purple, okay. period. But I'm saying sure. like, OK, so Billy Zane actually bulked up for yeah, this. And if they'd done padded muscle suit, like, 
Like, just think about that. I mean, I know it wasn't the screen ver- version, final version, but think about those shots you saw of Nicolas Cage in the Superman suit. Yeah. And like that's, or the tick. That skinny dude. Yeah. Well, all right. T- the tick can look okay. The tick is supposed to look weird and kind of sure. fake. But, but I just I just mean like it would have been like this big padded like thing. Sure. And it would just yes. been like, but yeah, no, Billy Zane put the work in. Yeah. And it's just, it's just straight up spandex yeah, it's just rubber here, thing, whatever. Put this nylon on you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, he's, he's chasing James Remar and James Remar is like, uh, I killed this guy. And they're like, well, I don't, I don't see him. It didn't take. Yeah. So like he, he Jurassic Park twos does some gymnastics through the jungle and lands on the front of their windshield. And they're like, ah, and then get shot. All right. So there is one thing that is set up multiple times throughout this movie that never gets paid off or, mm-hmm. or, uh, explained. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone that has encountered the Phantom, mm-hmm. including James Remar, mm-hmm. yeah. has a ring burn on their face. Yes. As though, like, the ring has magical branding powers. Yeah. Even people who don't seem to get contact with the Phantom end up with this branding on their face. It's yeah. it's strange. That's the only thing. Like, they don't just go like, yeah, and, you know, here's the mark of the Phantom for, you know, so you know you shouldn't yeah. fuck with the Phantom yeah. later. Don't forget me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh... He leaves a Phantom thread. Yeah. <laughs> Or perhaps he's a menace. I he don't is know. Somewhat of a menace. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, so long story short, they get back to the bridge and uh, almost to the bridge. And James Remar and company abandon the truck while the Phantom is is dangling from it. And mm-hmm. the, the truck rolls on to the middle of the bridge and the bridge is falling apart. And he hears the kid go, mm, I'm a kid. Get me out of here. You know, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's man. You're that's a spot on impression. Thanks. It's like I was there in the back of that truck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he goes to get the kid and the bridge starts just tilting and flipping over. And it actually flips 180 degrees. And Billy Zane goes, oh, we're OK here. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the canvas top of this truck gives way and they about fall through it. But because he's the phantom, he has luck and he holds on to something. Yeah. Um, and then just uses one of his special guns to shoot a vine. And then they Tarzan over back to safety. To be fair, like I, I was kind of expecting some sort of power. Mm-hmm. Like I thought maybe okay, he has guns, but maybe they have like magical ammo that never runs out. But no, he runs out of ammo. Yeah, they're just they're guns. just guns. <laughs> <laughs> he just has guns. They're ridiculous guns. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's like a regular Colt forty five, but with this ridiculous barrel and some skulls. I yeah. think and shit on. Yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, so um, they get away. Yeah, they swing. They swing from you know it's a it's a viney rope bridge, so mm-hmm. they swing on one of the vines and. Never really. It's just like we see like the hero shot of him swinging. It's like okay, we're fine. Yeah, yeah. We climbed up. We're good. Yeah. Yep. And there's some some brief scenes with like the local British police who kind of just canvas or just like are, are there. Well, they they've picked up like one or two of his henchmen that he conked out yeah. in the jungle in the jungle right. jungle. <laughs> um, but like, uh, and the guy's just like, yeah, like the guy who was dead, like you know, got to get him. And they're like, okay, this guy's been chewing on some jungle root. And mm-hmm. he's like, just, and he's like, sir, you know what we're doing, what he's talking about the the ghost who walks. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, right. that's a bunch so, of bullshit. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Cut away. Jenkins, get out of here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess we go to so, New York now? Yeah. Okay. Because I think we meet the villain of the, the main villain of this movie, because uh, James Remar is just a just a henchman. Yeah. James Remar named Quill. Uh-huh. And then we meet the main hen- villain of the movie, 
Drax. <laughs> Uh-huh. This shit started messing with my head. <laughs> yep. Especially when they're both in scenes together calling each other by name. Yep. I'm like, hey. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. This shit's messed up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I kept waiting for like one. I was like, give me one more name. Just throw one more name in there so I could go, okay, this is a tribute to that or whatever. But I... You don't. You don't think it is. I totally think it is. Do you? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I don't think to the movie. Yeah. No. But I mean, like, I mean, I'm, I would think that these characters. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know my Phantom history, but I would totally think that someone along the line was like, yeah, tri- okay. tribute. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're good names. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that they're so distinctive, and you go, wait, hold up. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I think also like like actual comic book Drax. No, he's big and green. I was about to say he's big and purple. Mm. But no, he's I think he's more green yeah. than he's in the anyway. Yeah. Um, so we're at a party. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just a big house party. And by big house party, I mean a big house that a fancy party is happening in. And uh, this is uh, what's her name returning from somewhere. Uh, the female lead of this movie, uh, uh, Christy Swanson, who. <sighs> he's big and green, but he wears purple in the comics. There it is. Yeah. OK. Sorry. I just had to do. Some no, that, that's fine. Uh, so Christy Swanson, the female lead of this movie, is going to be immediately overshadowed by a secondary female character just by sheer star power when that happens. Sure. <laughs> but um, so anyway, she's returning home. She's visit. This, this is the home of her aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. Her aunt just could not care less about her. The uncle's just like, oh, my God, tell me about your travels. Tell me everything. And well, she's been to the Yukon and, and he's like, tell me about the Yukon. Yeah. And, and she's like, it's cold. It's what cold. do you want to know? Let's yeah. go back to the party. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because, you know, of course, she's she, also I mean, she's wearing pants. She is. She's a lady wearing pants in the 30s. Mm-hmm. So yeah. she's a fast talking career gal. She is, yeah. These fancy fucks ain't got any time for her. No, you were not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out. I mean, it, no. it, it is it is a deliberate thing of like she walks in, you know, in basically Amelia Earhart garb. You know, she's been adventuring. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this party is a benefit charity thing. And all of a sudden, Treat Williams walks in and the dad or the uncle is just like, uh, what's Sandra Drax doing here? And the mom or the wife, the aunt is just, oh, he's a fine career. He's an upstanding dude. And he donated. And the uncle's like, oh, hell no, not on my watch. Yeah. Well, and the mayor and the police commissioner are here, too. Yeah. And it's just like, he's just a businessman. Yeah. Because the uncle apparently is like the owner of the local newspaper. He is. So, uh, so he's talking to the mayor and the police chief, and uh, Treat Williams just Im- explodes into the middle of their conversation, just like, hey, hi, nice to meet you. And, and the uncle's just like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I've, just, got, I've got stuff on you, and I'm going to take you yeah. down. Yeah. He's like, say, why are you, why is everyone at your newspaper investigating me? I'm just, I'm just a businessman and this, and I'm just, I'm a private citizen. And he just rattles off those like, no, you're a piece of shit, and you're involved in the mob, and you're you've got your hooks in a whole bunch of shady shit. And Treat yep. Williams is just like, ha, 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 that's fun. Anyway, I'll see you around. <laughs> Treat Williams, by the way, having a lot of fun in this movie. Like he's barely a character. Like his character is just I'm evil, mm-hmm. but he man, he's making the most of it. So that's usually what you get with Treat Williams. Yeah, and. So later, uh, the uncle goes back and shows all the evidence that he has to the mayor and the police chief. The police chief has made it a like, hey, leave Treat Williams alone. He's OK. But so the the uncle explains all this stuff to them. And then it swerve. It turns out the mayor is with Xander Drax because he immediately runs to him and says, they know everything. 
So Xander Drax handles this by calling in the head of the local library to his office. And just I like that they foreshadow it because like he's 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 talking to somebody on the phone about, you know, we got it like, oh, oh, he's talking to the henchman who has stalked out Christy Swanson getting on the plane to go to. Right. Where the secret jungle. Yeah, because like so the the thing that the uncle explained Mm -hmm. was that. He's into some supernatural shit, mm-hmm. which, man, I would have loved to have seen that hit the front page of a newspaper in 1939. But see, he's just explaining, like, look, they're trying to take over the world or something with demons or whatnot, and they're trying to go here, and I've got my ticket, and I'm going, and so Christy Swans is like, I'll go. I'm ready. Like, mm-hmm. I'm already in my outfit. Let's just go. Uh, so he's like, I don't know. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So... Yeah, so she's going to go and, and investigate. Yeah, and the henchmen are watching her get on the plane, and, and, and he's like, you want us to take care of her boss? And he's like, I've got other ways, and that's the cut, where <laughs> right. he's fiddling with a like a gold, old-school micro, uh, microscope, Yeah, and it's got blades that come out of the eyeball. So you kind of, you know, it's set up that you know what's going to happen. Yeah, and- but you first see it, and you're like, what the, what is this? And mm-hmm. so then, like, he so he calls in the head of the local library or whatever, and it's just like... You know all that research I was doing? That's secret, right? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, no, all information would come from me. And I'm with you, so don't worry about it. I haven't told anybody. Yeah, and so True was like, ah, yeah, you're right. Okay, anyway, hey, check out my microscope. Yeah, he's like, I want your professional opinion on what's in this microscope. The guy, and he even asked, he's like, I'll hold your glasses for you. And he's like, I can't see anything, so just, you know, fiddle with the focus knob over there. Uh Yeah, and he, he focuses in, and it's the word liar. And as he focuses, the knives shoot out and murder his face, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't know how you explain that to your secretary. I, 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 I don't know how you get multiple uses out of it. It's just like, how many times does he call people in and say, hey, check out my microscope? <laughs> just, Sometimes scientists <laughs> fail you. I just think in the world of this is how I dispose of my foes, this seems like the strangest like one-off device that it was just, you can never use this again. I, Someone's going to go... There's blood on this, sir. I'm not looking in this. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, he, he killed the librarian man. <laughs> I mean, he could have just shot him or something, but yeah. this is way more fun if you're evil. I suppose it is. Trust me, man. <laughs> if I was an evil dude, I would be like, yeah, I made a one-off thing to murder one dude. Mm-hmm. One of it. Yeah. So I've got, I've got R&D. It's R&D and D. It's our research and development and death. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. You don't want that. Um, so the, w- there's been a scene of the Phantom back in his library researching, like, why'd they steal that skull? What's the deal with that? And <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little butler man who is tending to his wounds, mm-hmm. and he's being a baby about it. He's like, ow, what the, you know. And uh, then he just starts talking to his dad. His ghost we, dad. Yeah, we don't know that at first. It's just like, he's just like, oh, when did you get here? <laughs> oh, t- his, his dad's a prisoner in another dimension. Yes, yeah. Magooin! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> yes. I it's Magooin. It. it is Magooin. Um, but yeah, they have a little chat, and uh, then he vaporizes out of there, and the butler's like, um, who are you talking to? <laughs> Phantom's just like, nah, nobody, don't worry about it. So... Anyway, the skulls have been explained. There are three of them. If they get together, bad shit happens. So mm-hmm. good on you, Earth, for making these things. 
you know, it just like there was a tribe and they had them and they were like, we have the power to protect these things. And then like they instantly got attacked and they all got these things just shot out over the earth or whatever. Just dumb comic bullshit. Somebody somewhere along the way with magical powers was doing weird murder devices like the microscope. Uh And they were like, I made these three skulls to kill one guy. And they're like, oh, shit, it's really powerful. So I better break them up and hide them Uh different places. Uh So smart. This is how this works, you know. Real so like it yeah you know, in the future like when we have even less technology that microscope combined with the bunsen burner of doom and the <laughs> and the beaker of death and yeah, yeah you put them together and you know science goes bad <laughs> yeah. yeah look out for that rock tumbler dot tumbler.com yeah yeah so okay we've gotten we know all the things that are happening so Lady's flying out to to find the second skull or whatever the hell it is she's going to do, and she's attacked by pirate planes, yeah, just other sky planes. pirates, yeah. Um, and she gets taken prisoner. Well, they make them land. I mean, the, yeah. it was, they were in a Pan Am flight, but it was a seaplane, right? So, um, yeah, they they force them down, and they you know basically come on and and, and come onto the plane, and they're like, hey, you know, tell us who. Yeah, who, who tells tell us who Diane, Palmer. Diane Palmer is? Uh, I'm gonna shoot one of you until someone stand and like immediately she's like, "It's me." <laughs> <laughs> It'd be <laughs> yeah, and you know the the main lady who is I, which it's, them. it's not hidden to no. like, we totally tell who it is. Sure, plus she's in the credits. But. Yeah, it's Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah, um, which is funny because she has like a reveal shot, like mm-hmm. it's just like. Christy Swanson's like, I'm going to rip your mask off and see who you are. And then it's like, oh, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. But in 96, no one would have said, oh, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm going to give you a pro tip, Chuck. It's not because of the star power. It's because she's fucking hot. True. That's the reveal. Also, it's, because she's it's not a, like, look who it is. No. It's because, holy shit, it's Catherine Zeta-Jones. Also, because it's a lady and it's revealed that she has an entire lady crew of lady pirates. Yeah, but that, that also wasn't hidden by the half mask. I think it's just like, holy... I, I, I think maybe... People being hijacked in the 30s would not be expecting a lady pirate to be hijacking. But even before the mask reveal, it was obvious they were ladies because, you know, they have lady voices and lady bodies. And, (laughs) you know, I mean, no, I'm just saying the reveal. was. uh, I know it's strange. Like, this is this is nothing against Christy Swanson. She's a beautiful lady as well. But I mean, the movie intentionally and even through the plot Mm -hmm. cast someone hotter than her on purpose. I know. Because there's there's a conversation later where it's like. Why would he pick her? Right. Like, look at me. <laughs> look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you're. Yeah. Uh, it's right. <laughs> yes. So. Um, so word has gotten back to the Phantom mm-hmm. that these planes have, have landed and there's something up. Um, and then, like, he gets information that it's Diana Palmer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you mean the lady from New York? He's the- like, Diana Palmer. Oh, like, yeah. There's, uh, there's so-and-so's niece, right? Yeah. yeah I've heard her name. <laughs> yeah. And dude's like, you know her? And he's like, uh, n- no, I just figured that's probably who she was. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because yes, the head military dude, whatever, he's shown back up. The one who denied his existence earlier is. Yeah. He, that's the one that he's that's the conversation he's having because yeah he's got that guy knows who exactly who yeah, the phantom so basically is. phantom's got uh, uh, a horse which they never actually say the horse's name is horse's name is hero by yes. the way um the dog's name is devil mm-hmm. um he has this police dude who's like on his side and he has a little butler guy yes. that's the people that and ghost dad not necessarily know his identity <laughs> but are like you know his they know his, that the his, phantom exists there's phantom entourage they have they have chats with the phantom yeah and share cheese with him because <laughs> when british dude walks yes. into his tent the phantom's just eating his cheese just oh like, yes hey well here comes Nigel with the brie. 
And he's like, you know, you can come in through the front door. And he's like, the window's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like the window. So anyway, yeah, he he goes off to uh, to rescue mm-hmm. um, Diana Palmer. Yep. And like his first instance of I'm going to rescue you or like I'm going to attack the bad guys is he throws open the locker room and it's a bunch of ladies. And he's just like, oh, geez. <laughs> Terribly sorry, ladies. <laughs> I apologize. And then he just turns around and jumps down in a laundry no, no. chute. They, they, one comes in the room also half, sort of half-dressed and starts shooting at him right. because he doesn't realize like, that oh. these ladies are the pirates. Yes. It's just he caught him off guard. Yeah. and How rude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, he dives down a laundry chute and happens to land right in the room where Catherine Zeta-Jones and Christy Swanson are and just lands there and is like, Ha-ha. Yeah, he's like, is this whole? Are you all ladies here? Like, and she's like, yeah, my whole crew's ladies. He's like, yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah, all right, that's fun. Well, anyway, we're leaving. Yeah, and he doesn't even like <laughs> do anything with Catherine no. Jones. He just turns around and starts untying Christy Swanson, and she's like, excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> and Christy Swanson, thankfully, is the one to knock her out. And, yeah, yeah, yep. Because they, yeah, you know, they show that, that's another thing I like about her in this movie is like they set it up by you know her coming in dressed as Amelia Earhart right off the bat, but she's not a damsel. She's not in any way a damsel. Which, no is refreshing for all of these movies that we've watched that have been based on older things. Like Mm -hmm. she's capable in her own right and doing stunts and knocking people out and shit. Yeah. Yes. So this is most, this is by far the most progressive of all these type of movies. I think we've watched. Yeah. Even, even like Remo Williams, like, you know, made, you know, I, it's origin is a little bit later, but I mean like, you know, Janeway's presence was just like, I'm the lady in this movie. Well, and it turned her into gooey need, you know, like, oh, a man made out with me. You know, this I mean, this one has two female leads and Catherine Zeta-Jones, like she she has a face turn at the end to where it's just although that's more I just don't want to die. I'm going to stay on the side of good here. Mm -hmm. But she never becomes like damselly sex kitten lady. She's she's always just badass capable Mm -hmm. person. So good. Good on you, movie. Yes. Um. Yeah, so they they escape off the boat. Well, not really, because he kind of busts out with her and is like, "Let me lead," you know, <laughs> like yeah, because yeah. she keeps trying to, you know, and, and she's just like, "All right, let's go." And yeah, because like, she's well. also like, "What the hell are you?" <laughs> and he's just like, I, I, "I can't really explain that right now. Let's just go." Yeah, he's like, "Let me go first. And yeah. they, and that's that's kind of another funny thing about this is like the second he's like, "I've got this," and then busts open the door. Now that I think about it. Almost every plan that the Phantom comes up with fails. <laughs> this is a feminist fucking movie. Like, seriously. Like, I'm just... It's, it's now dawning on me. Like, every single thing that the Phantom comes up with ends up failing spectacularly. Well, their, their escape works because he's like, get in this seaplane, let's fly Except away. Except it doesn't. It, it, no, it does. Well, because, it does sort of. No, it, it no, it does. They both get in the seaplane because she's like, oh, you can fly too? Of course you can. Whatever. So they get in the plane. But right, right, Well, I'm just saying, like, they bust open they bust open the door and, like, immediately are surrounded. And then it's only because the wolf shows up and, and menaces James Remar that everyone's like, well, all right, well, don't have your wolf m- murder James Remar. We'll yeah. let you go. Yeah. And, you know, they punch a couple of them and run away. But, yes, they hop in a seaplane. I do like that she says... Your dog is a wolf. Uh-huh. And he He's says, just... yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's a couple bits of dialogue throughout this movie like that, where it's just, it's like someone will state a very obvious thing. It's almost just like, uh-huh. Yep, that's true. <laughs> Billy Zane is very kind of smarmy, cocky in this, but in a good way, not in a way that you want to punch him, just in a way like, okay, you, you're full of yourself, but you should be because you're the fucking phantom. Look. I, at the risk of sounding, you know, of, of Billy Zane coming out as a terrible person in a few few weeks, I've always liked Billy Zane. I <laughs> Me think, too. I think Billy Zane is, like, criminally underused in a lot of things. Like, I agree. Yeah. 
now he's probably going to turn that this I will apologize go. for our comments i'm just saying like by the time this hits the main feed it will come out like billy zane has murdered 87 people and and raped three times as many but you know i hope not i mean believe me honestly deep I'm, down we both hope not i'm just saying like i don't remember who else it was we were just like man that guy man he's great and uh-huh. then criminally underused and i was like fuck yeah. Oh, Jeremy Piven. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, man, I like Jeremy Piven. And then like next week, it was just the worst Jeremy thing Piven. happened. <laughs> it's a sex pest. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, so anyway, so don't let us down, Billy Zane. Yeah. Hopefully still be a cool dude. <laughs> yes, please. Anyway. So they, they escape in the seaplane and then his, he has somehow, he, the wolf goes to talk to the horse. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. The horse <laughs> is like, hey, horse, we should... You should go and meet them. And the horse is like, <laughs> and then this horse fucking takes off. Like, like the wolf is even like, hey, whoa, <laughs> chill out. Yeah. You have one horsepower. I don't even have that. <laughs> yeah. So basically their plan is the horse is just going to run under the plane and they're going to jump off the plane onto the horse mm-hmm. and it works. And then the plane hits a mountain. <laughs> So and then they go back no, to the whoa, 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 you can't you cannot gloss over this insane like, all right, there's some bad green screen CG stuff. Yeah, type stuff there. But is. there is also some incredible stunting going on here. Oh, lots of it because like people just hanging off the, you know, the skids of planes and, yeah. and stuff like that. And like, and, I'm pretty sure that someone actually ultimately jumped from at least a, some sort of skid thing. And it was probably not connected to a plane, but somebody leaped from a thing that looked like the skid of a, of a seaplane onto a horse yes while it was moving yes so yeah, i'm just the, saying like the stunt work in all of this is pretty spectacular yeah i mean you can't just say like yeah they jump off the plane onto a horse and it's done because like holy fuck it's like it is set yes. up like really well and yeah. yeah you've got some of that late 90s like cg and the and compositing yeah. stuff is real bad like like i wouldn't even say cg just it's, like it's barely know. cg it's it's just yeah, okay. adding layers of effects onto the exist it just it gets blurry and dull looking and, and just doesn't ever gel. There are right. weird, like for all, for some reason, all of the gunshots are like cartoon drawn on like yeah. all, all of the, and I, and I almost think it's like they did it on purpose, like to match Maybe. the comic or something. I don't know. They were like, that was like going to be our little, like this will be hand drawn animation touch. It's, it's weird. It's, like, it's strange. Not the gunshots, but like where the, the impacts. Yeah. Yeah. There are these comical sparks mm-hmm. that, that, shoot off but like so like the actual human stunt work in this is impressive and the production design of this movie is incredibly impressive like just the i mean some of it like especially at the end just looks like a a disney world stunt spectacular set but like other sets look really really good Mm -hmm. um and just like the cars and the planes and everything nothing looks junky everything looks appropriate i mean it it, it's a good looking movie yeah so but yes they jump from a plane to a horse. Yes. One at a time. You know, like he jumps down and she's like, I can't believe you did that. He's like, I can't either. And then she jumps down and they ride off and yeah. plane explodes. And then I guess he takes her back to her, her his skull lair. They go skull, back to the skull lair. cave. Skull yeah. cave. Yes. Yeah. It's just skulls everywhere. Oh. And he's got like a, a treasure room. That you can't have in. like one skull and call it a skull cave. No. <laughs> I mean, that is just a cave with a skull. <laughs> yeah. But he goes into his treasure room and gets her a, a black pearl necklace. And it's just like an actual one. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> uh, she's like, "Oh, black pearls. That's that's interesting." He's like, "Yeah, my ancestor gave it, you know, to pirates and things." And she's like, "Well, no, that's no, nice. he's like king of somebody. Like, we, one of my ancestors saved a king of somewhere." And, yeah. And she's like, mm, "Well, that's yeah." She's kind of like, "Cool, thanks," uh, but yeah, not super. Like, "Oh my god, thanks." Yeah. Yeah, she's not 
totally into it. She's just like, well, this is and a nice not, gift. She's not a material hating. No, she's not. Uh, she um she goes home. Yeah, she's just well. No, he's just like, uh, you got to go. Yeah. Like you know, and like you I, I, I gotta I gotta do some more investigating, and you can't you can't stay here. Yeah. You don't have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not staying in my phantom cave. <laughs> Skull cave. <laughs> um so yeah, he uh he goes to New York City. She goes home and there's a I don't think he goes to New York just yet, does he? I think so. I think that's the start like the second act is just he pops out. Well, she goes home and there's like a headline of like, you know, she's been rescued and Treat Williams like has James Remar and Catherine Zeta Jones are like, What's up with this? And they're like, Phantom. Yeah. Word, bitch, phantom like a motherfucker. Yeah, and James Rohn was like, I, I thought I killed him twice. And like, see, check this out. And yeah. I've got his belt that has this stab place in it. <laughs> I, I like that he goes like, <laughs> stabbed him with a 12-inch blade to the hilt. And Tree Warriors is like, yeah, that, that should do it. Yeah. He's also like, oh, you stabbed him in the back, huh? Well, hmm. <laughs> Shows what kind of guy you are. Yeah. Anyway. I just like that. He's like, well, that yeah, that should do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. He's just like, all right, well, you know. And they have like a board meeting where it's just like, here's my PowerPoint presentation on how evil we're going to be. <laughs> or PowerPoint via slideshow, which is really just like, you know. It's basically his Drax logo and then just a couple of things of like, here's where stuff is. But I mean, it's not even like real like picture slides. It's like, you know, like the overhead projector you're at school, like yeah. where it's just like black yeah. and white, clear, you know. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. Yeah. I mean, this is 1939. I, I know, but I, I think they still had color slides. Yeah. I mean. You know, just get with the program, like right. Put some <laughs> some flourish in this. But so okay, Billy Zane shows up in New York, mm-hmm. um, and he he gets out of a cab, and the cab driver's like, "Hey, you fucking pay me over here." Yeah, what's this funny money? <laughs> yeah, and this is like, oh, that's land of Burmalese or whatever the uh, wherever the hell I came from. Thing. Sorry. Um, he's, you're right. That's that's not worth anything to you. Here, have some gems. I've got these gems. Here's here. Just take the whole bag of gems. Bengala. Okay. Bengala. And the guy's just like, ah, all right, I guess. And <laughs> Billy Zane's basically like, keep the car running. I'll be back out. Yeah, soon. So that's probably enough to you know retain your services <clears throat> for the day. Yeah. Turns out it is. Yeah. Because then the guy's just like, holy <laughs> shit, I had these appraised while you were in the building. And holy fuck, dude, I'm rich. Like, wherever you need to go. whatever. Yeah. You, yeah. But also that guy should have just been like, I'm rich. I'm not going to drive a cab anymore. But also in 1939, he had a work work ethic. And that's true. Stuck yeah. To like, it. People weren't always completely awful. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, but. But anyway, Billy Zane is now in New York under his his name, Kit Walker. Uh-huh. And he's, I mean, he's not phantoming around New York, but he's just, he's just Billy Zane. And uh, he goes to see Christy Swanson because... Was, was he uh, the phantom on, on Broadway at any point in time? No. No? No. Oh, okay. No. So <laughs> he goes to see Christy Swanson because guess what? His alter ego... Kit Walker mm-hmm. knows Christy Swanson, yeah. and she knows him. They dated, and then one day he just vanished because yeah, he's he, the Phantom. <laughs> he went to American College. And... Yeah. And then his dad died, and he had to become the Phantom, so he fucked off and was never seen again. Sure. So she's like, oh, Kit Walker's here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to college, Dad. <laughs> I don't want to be a Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, long story short, like he has a conversation with the uncle who's just basically like, yeah, that Drax, am I right? And then... They talk about the skulls for a second, and then Christy Swanson has an ex-boyfriend, John Tenney, who's just kind of hanging around. Being... Is he, though? Like, I think it's just like one of those, like, oh, this guy would be perfect for you. Maybe. And He's for some just... reason, she's just not like, hey, fuck off. Yeah, I'm not but interested. she's also not in any no. way giving in to anything, but he's always around. 
And so, like, when she meets up with Billy Zane for real, he's just standing in the background like, who the fuck is this guy? What is, you're not meant for her. It's me. And mm-hmm. so they, they're talking about the skulls. And then this guy is just like, I've seen one of them skulls. <laughs> I was 12. It was at my birthday party. And they're like, what? <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, it's at the National World Museum of History and things. So, yeah. The like, National World Museum of History. <laughs> yes. It's a very good name. <laughs> It is it's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, I I do like at the board meeting, uh, the evil Xander Drax board meeting. It there's of course the one Bond henchman who's just like, I'm out. This is nuts. I'm well, not doing this. He's, he's got the police commissioner there who turns out like there was a there was a meeting where he went and it was like yes they know they actually know a lot you should yeah. go kill him yeah so there was that meeting where it's like yeah he's got the police commissioner and he already mentioned that he had like a crime boss or two mm-hmm. so there's like. There's Drax, there's the police commissioner, there's like a couple, I think uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and James Remar are there, and then there's two crime bosses from yeah. like the whatever two families, two heads of whatever family, and yeah. apparently they, they're like childhood friends, because like he's given his PowerPoint presentation of like, yes, this evil power, and when the skulls combine, it'll be the most powerful force ever. This one guy's like... Nah, I'm not in. Like I like <laughs> I was an ultra boy. Like I, this is evil shit. No, I don't I'm not I'm not down with that. And he's like, what about you, Lou? It's like you were an ultra boy too. And he's like and you know, the guy's like eventually like, You're on your own. And the guy's like, Eh, well screw you guys, I'm out of here uh-huh. and goes to walk to the door. <laughs> and Billy's Billy's Treat Williams literally picks up uh, he's got a spear on the wall, like a whole tribal display. Yep. Literally grabs a spear and just Hucks it at this guy's back and yep. pins him to the to the wall. Twang. Yeah. <laughs> and when he does that, he goes, ah, oh, my bursitis. <laughs> <laughs> and then goes over and is trying to work the spear out of him and then gets it out of him. And the guy just collapses in a heap. And then he's upset that there's a <laughs> there's a, a part of the wall missing from where the spear is. Just a little tiny <laughs> bloody dent in the wall now from, from a spear. God damn it, Treat Williams. <laughs> so anyway, um... Billy Zane and company go to the Natural World History Museum of stuff and <laughs> the county, local, statewide yes. history museum of the world, nationally known as museum, local place. Yeah. And so it's almost like right in the entrance way, where it's just in this like treasure chest with stuff. And he's like, "This is ro- it's not even the right civilization, not the right century. Yeah, this it, is- it looks like a Columbus exper- you know, <laughs> exhibit or whatever." Yeah. It's like the no, yeah. And 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 she's like, well, do you want to go speak to someone? Well, she's and, like, my, she does like, my dad knows someone on the board. Maybe he could do something about it. He's he's walked over, stepped over the the velvet rope, kind of tapped on the glass a little bit, and then picked up the velvet rope, you know, holder stand, stand yeah. and then just hooks it into this like. And she's like, or we could break the glass, <laughs> right? So he grabs it and like, let's go. And then Treat Williams is there, just yeah. like, uh, no, give us that. And immediately is just telling everyone, don't worry, <laughs> museum security, there's free cake and sandwiches in the other room, <laughs> go have a good time. <laughs> Bring the kids. <laughs> we'll take care of this. And, and of course, everyone's like, ooh, free cake and sandwiches. Yeah. Punch and pie. I'll, I'm going <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> so they put the skull in his bag, and he has the other skull in his bag, mm-hmm. and the bag starts smoking. And they're like, uh, uh, mm. Drax. Sorry. I know we keep skipping all over the place, but uh-huh. I wanted to mention one line that was fucking great. Okay. Is that when the, the army dude shows up 
to meet the Phantom. Well, like the second time he meets him, because first he goes and meets him in his place at yeah. the army camp, and he right. sneaks in the window. But I mean, when he first up shows up at the Skull Cave, he's like, he's he's doing like the hello, I'm super British, and pulls out the pipe and starts to light it. And, oh, his, yeah. and his little assistant <laughs> guy is like, "There's no smoking in this Skull Cave," <laughs> and then like gives the Phantom like a little look, like I can't believe he fell for that. It's a fucking cave. Because <laughs> yeah. he just he like gives him this little wink, like it's it's not like they give him a close up or anything. Nope. It's, it's like it's a it's like a three person shot, yep. and he's just kind of like looks up like he he I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for that it's a yes. fucking cave boss right <laughs> but yep anyway sorry no um so two skulls in a bag the bag starts smoking they're like uh boss the skulls so he pulls the skulls out and they're doing all sorts of weird crystal skull shit mm-hmm. and then they just kind of slam together slam evil mm-hmm. <laughs> here it is and and treat Wim's just like whoa this is cool what's going on and then like it eventually like temple of souls this laser beam into a map on the wall that shows exactly where the third skull is because that's been the prophecy you get mm-hmm. two of them um show you where the third one is. because like the guy who who got speared in the meeting <laughs> kept like treat williams was just like we get all, we get two skulls and they'll show us where the third one is and he's like but boss you only have one skull and treat williams was like <sighs> he just kept getting pissed off at that well first he's like he's like when we have three skulls he's like, but you only have three, one skull and he's like yeah i know yeah, i know he's like when we have two skulls show me, but boss you only have one one skull and he's like i know where the second one is shut the fuck up Donnie. <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyway they've uh it's like it's on devil's island or whatever it's the beer Bermuda Triangle, but mm-hmm. they just can't for I, licensing. I don't know. They can't call it that. So Bermuda wouldn't sign off on it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the devil's parallelogram. Quadru- quadru- yeah. Quadrilateral. Yeah. So it's just basically like, all right, we got to go there. Yeah. Get the third one. Yeah. So um, there's uh, there's a bunch of stunting through New York. Uh, the Phantom has to become the Phantom at one point, and there's some well, elevator the, chasing. Well, and, yeah, because they, they grab Christy Swanson and, you know, uh, well, no, no, they, they they just basically go with them peacefully back to um Drax Towers. Yeah, and um, they're questioning Billy Zane by brass knuckling him in the stomach, which he's like, "Don't hurt him," and, and he's like, "Take him up to the observation deck and you know beat the information out of him." Yeah, and I I just love this because I, I mentioned before we started recording, like James Remar just keeps getting his ass handed to him throughout like throughout this whole movie. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like he's you know he's got James Remar voice and he's like I'm gonna get him and I'm the best and, <laughs> and then he just gets his ass handed to him. But there's one part where he's they're walking him up a staircase and he's got two henchmen behind him and James Remar in front <laughs> and Billy Zane just kind of like puts his hands hands up on on James Remar's shoulder and like backwards kicks the two guys down the stairs. Kicks these two yeah. dudes <laughs> and then just throws James Remar down the staircase yep. and then just jumps in a machine room and phantoms up. Yes, you know, and uh, and that's when they're like, "Well, we couldn't find him," and they're they're taking Christy Swanson down in an elevator, and he's hiding in the elevator shaft. And I like that he he uses his special, not really at all special, guns to slide down the elevator like yeah. Uh, cable. Yeah, he doesn't use his hands because mm-hmm. he doesn't it, have it special hands power. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he uses his guns. Uh, but that's what he's. They're leaving. That he's going to follow wherever they're taking Christy Swanson, and. His cabbie's there, and he jumps in in phantom costume, and, and the cabbie, of course, ever because everyone's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm a friend of Kit, uh, one of Kit Walker." Yeah. No, and the cabbie's like, "No, please don't rob uh, me." First, Mr. first, he's like, "Don't worry, I have a friend of Kit Walker's." He's like, "Go." And then the cops like, "Hey, you," because um, again, the cops are surrounding place because they've got the police commissioner on mm-hmm. on the take. Yep. Um, so he hops out of there and does some standing across the tops of cabs, steals a police well, horse. He's had a conversation with his dad in the back seat, mm-hmm. to which the cabbie's just like, 
Are you talking to who are you? Me or well, no? That's afterwards. <laughs> he he talks to the dad after like he gets back. Oh, that's in right. The he gets back in the because yeah, like he steals a police horse and rides away and right. and all this stuff. But then um, he ends up like he takes the horse and he goes to Central Park to the zoo. To the zoo, yeah, yeah, because he jumps in the lion cage and the cops are still following him and they're like. What's well, in this cage? And then lion or t- tiger, tiger comes up. Tiger comes up and goes. And he's like, well, he's not in there. And yeah. he totally is because yeah, he's from Bengali, so he knows how to talk to he, the tigers. He knows that the tigers yeah, will not. He speaks bite ben- him. Bengal. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, he's just like, all right, thanks, tiger, for not killing me, and I'm yeah. I'm gonna leave now. And, th- and they don't do enough zoo shenanigans. No, they, they don't. really should have just because he just kind of pats the tiger in yeah. the ass, and it's like the tiger's cops, like, yes, yeah, and his cops see him like take <laughs> off, and he and when he hops back over, the cab's waiting for him, and yeah. he gets back in the cab full phantom. He's like, come on, now I'm with you, you know, right? Any um, friend of Kit Walker's a friend of mine. <laughs> but that's when he talks to the dad in the back, and and he's just like, you know, I really like bottom of the ninth and they've got two skulls like because like dad's using a lot of modern lingo for having been the jungle phantom for a long time like yes uh, <laughs> he's just like yeah bottom of the ninth two skulls come on what's wrong with you and and then like <laughs> also in 1939 baseball had not been around that long yeah especially I mean, for like, jungle phantom yeah you know i mean like word wouldn't trickle down for jungle phantom <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had some time to get away too. Yeah. You know, like yeah, take a sports jung- ticker in his office. Yeah, take a jungle cruise. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, like he, uh, yeah, and eventually he's just like, he's like, yeah. Well, also, there's a lady, a special lady, and he's like, really? Oh man, finally I could be done. I could yeah. retire. Yes, because I guess like Ghost Dad is just literally sticking he has to around, hang around until, because <laughs> until his dad, his son has sex. Yeah, with he's just gonna harangue his son until like you know he has a progeny. I guess. Please have sex with that lady, yeah. son. I am so tired. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to sleep. <laughs> they should really have explored this legend further because it's real fucked up. Uh, I'm stuck in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. I've, I, I swear I'm running out of Phantom jokes. No, <laughs> like I don't think you are. No, I think they're okay. endless. All right, so <laughs> uh, they uh, they fly to Devil's Island or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's real pretty there. It looks nice. It does. It's you know, yeah. They get there like the bad guys. You know they rowboat through the cave and then come upon you know the indiana jones stunt spectacular set mm-hmm. where it's just like oh pirates live here yeah like old school pirates like it's like they found the what the fuck was that movie the uh the island yeah the island like, they, yeah they, <laughs> they found the island but it's like it's like inside this cave and yeah. you know old school pirates still live there and shang Tsung is their leader because mm-hmm. he comes out and i'm from mortal Kombat, not actual shang Tsung. So like, yeah but which is funny because so we haven't even mentioned this like there's this secret society the the whatever they are but they have like this this mark that mm-hmm. they all have basically and, a cobweb yeah so like they're getting menaced by these pirates and james remar has the tattoo and he's just like no no we're we're one of yeah, you yeah part so, of the crew here yeah so james remar also in mortal Kombat, so he's just like i'm i'm one of you guys <laughs> he was in the second one was he yeah, i think so Oh, I think he was raiding in the second one instead of christophe lambert from the first one. Oh, i think <laughs> I've I've forgotten my Mortal Kombat lore well, already. I just know they're both. I think they were both Mortal Kombat yeah, related. Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go, doing some IBM DB trivia. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Thanks. Wh- whoops. <laughs> but no, that. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. they they get in there and man, he, th- this guy is just like I'm king shit. All I do is sit here all day. No one's ever made it this far. We're gonna fucking kill you now. <laughs> so, um, well, one one uh, the 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 other mob boss who's like not. 
you know, who went along with the plan yeah. at a certain point is just like, yo, 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 like, I'm not in this. Like, you can totally kill this guy. Well, Treat Williams has, he's made uh, a pitch. He's just yeah. like, look, I wasn't going to cut anyone in on this evil, but you've got some knowledge and you've put in the time. Mm-hmm. So how about you give me your skull that's just chilling up there, not doing anything, and then we'll just cut you in on this. And the guy's not having any of that. And that's when the mob. Well, he, oh, he's like, you know, like, why don't we just murder them all? And that's yeah. when the mob guy's like, oh, oh, I still got a gun in my boot here. Like, yeah. uh, how about you let me go and you can murder all them and I won't send, you know, make you sleep with the fishes or some cliche. He, he says the yeah. biggest cliche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, and then, and then they, Shang Tsung says something in, in whatever pirate language they're speaking. And he's like, oh, what does that mean? And he's, oh. like, he's like, it means light the cannon. <laughs> he's like, what? And then, like, literally, there's a, there's a giant cannon pointed at him. And this dude just, like, gets cannon, like, comically cannonballed to the stomach and thrown across the room not not disintegrated into pieces like what would actually happen with a cannon but right. but yeah, he should know. just be a blood mist <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no yeah <laughs> yeah he's like oh you know even like gets to scream as he flies across the room yeah. that's the other thing is like there's several bits of adr james remar like having to scream through various <laughs> right. things because yeah. because we didn't even mention there's one stunt when they're when they're going through the the escape part mm-hmm. um where where they've hopped on the plane uh, and Phantom and Christy Swanson have taken off on or taken off in the plane. And they hop in a, a truck, yeah. and other dudes on horses. And there's a point where James Remar is shooting outside of a truck, and the truck just hits a branch, and he gets flung forward. And, and like I said, I, lo- <laughs> I love that there's just ADR James Remar going, yeah. you know, like flying through things. But it's good. Yeah. Anyway, yes. This just is, and then like the Phantom has shown up. Right. He's just of like course. the Phantom's here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's funny because like Treat Williams is like or James Remar at one point says you know yeah I, I killed the Phantom and and Mortal Kombat dudes I was like, yeah I killed him too yeah <laughs> a lot of us have because <laughs> <laughs> this guy he's like direct descendant of whatever mm-hmm. this thing is but anyway so th- yeah th- he just shows up in some you know Donnie Brooking in the stunt spectacular lots happens. of fighting going on like occasionally another pirate will try to fight the Phantom and then. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat guy will kill that guy and just be like, no, no, he's yeah. mine. <laughs> Which... Yeah, there's one specific sword fight where he's just like, guy tries to like jump in. He's like, it is my fight. Stab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to work for this guy. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Um, so yeah, there, there's a bunch of fighting going on. Treat Williams is trying to get away with the three skulls. At one point, the two skulls like levitate out of his bag and join mer- with the third one, which yeah. the third one, which he's carrying. And he gets this look on his face like, the hell? <laughs> like, well, then there's a point where he just like reaches up, like, should I grab this? And he's like, oh my god, the power! It's more than I ever could have thought. Yeah. And there's a point where James Freemar is like runs and like runs in front of the Phantom, like, hey boss, what are we gonna do? And like this thing shoots out, like he was trying to shoot the Phantom, and James Freemar gets in the way and just gets vaporized. You know, it, it's yeah, it's pretty good. He cl- vaporizes just his own cloud dude. of dust. <laughs> and uh, Treat Williams just is stoked, mm-hmm. like he is totally stoked, like this is the best. It's also out of control, though, because it it's, is a bit I mean, it is just firing all over the place and cutting through everything. Um, and at one point, he he's he's trying to shoot the phantom with it. And uh, well, they mentioned something like, you know, like the three skulls are great, but you need a fourth scroll skull yeah. scroll to <laughs> <laughs> man. I was about to yeah. mm-hmm. anyway, uh, need a fourth one to control the power. Right. And and. He said something like, you know, like, I've got, I have the four school all along. It's right here. And yeah. Shows us. He's like, yeah, a friend gave it to me a long time ago. It's, yeah. I never knew what it was for. And so, then, yeah, they have like the, one of those lame, like, wizard battles where, you know, like. It's like Big Trouble in Little China 
laser fight where it's just like my laser power is stronger than yours and because all the all it is is billy zane holding up his hand Mm -hmm. while the ring is shooting out laser towards the other laser that's coming at him and this kind of like tilts uh, treat williams for a little bit well he's like leaning forward like i'm gonna really give it all i got yeah and uh no he he Burst into flames. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets blown back and burst into flames, and the skulls shatter apart, and uh-huh. the place starts like you know getting destroyed because I guess that's what happens that's when you anytime you do a thing with an ancient right. thing, the place where it is Some, starts some, to crumble. Somewhere along the line, I don't know if it was here or if it was just after this, but what the face turn for Catherine Zeta Jones isn't completely out of left field. It's a little out of left field because there. Was I a... think it makes sense because it's when they're first being menaced by the pirates mm-hmm. and. Catherine Zeta-Jones was very wise, and she was like, uh, the ladies need to stick together here because the pirates were like, we're going to rape you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I mean, there, there was also a conversation earlier yeah. where they were riding along, and she's just like, said something. Because like, she just everything that's been happening, like, yeah, go soften them up and get what we want. And she's like, I want the body afterwards. And she's been saying all these like <laughs> stupid, weird, evil things afterwards. Yeah. And there's something she says in the car. And then finally, Christy Swanson is just like, the hell's wrong yeah, with you? Like, wrong like with why you? are you so mean? And she's like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You don't care about anyone." And she's like, "Why? Why would I?" And yeah. She's like, Shh, "Figure it out for yourself." And then she just has this like look, like, "Oh, maybe, oh. maybe you're right. Like, maybe I shouldn't be so evil." Like, <laughs> listen so- to your friend Christy Swanson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's just it's it's weird because like there's this kind of look where like yeah maybe I um, maybe mom you know daddy didn't love me enough or whatever yeah. I don't know yeah. but yeah maybe so it, yes but there's a point where some you know fighting is happening and christy swanson literally throws a sword to Catherine zeta jones is like cut that rope and she's like okay yeah and drops a net on somebody or something like that and so yeah. like she yeah she's she's a good good lady now she i is. guess yes and their escape plan is that i think it was even like the treat williams battle actually happened after this but the escape plan was they find like a submarine thing oh, right. they call it a torpedo it's yeah. not a torpedo. There are torpedoes on it. It's very confusing. It's a little confusing, but they. Call I it. thought they were getting into a sub and going to strap themselves to torpedoes and shoot up. <laughs> it made it sound like they, this was an old, maybe it was an old school style torpedo. Yeah. But I mean, it sure looked like a whole sub to me. It looked like. A and I don't know why sub. you would put a hatch on a torpedo like yeah. this. Like, but anyway, they're it. like, get in this <laughs> torpedo. I'm going to use the periscope and I'm going to fire you out somewhere safe that we don't hit you. <laughs> so they 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 get all buttoned up and like this final battle happens while they're still inside this metal tube. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be right behind behind you which he's kind of briefly started a sub going along and he's uh, wrapped a chain to it yeah so like right before like so the, the chain is on a yeah, spool, spool and, and like spooling. and it, it reaches the end and he like dives in the water grabs the chain as the whole place is exploding around it's him. right when treat williams explodes and yeah. the skulls start exploding and everything right. starts going to hell yeah so, so he, he grabs, grabs the, the chain, chain and is like dragging along and then just pulls himself up to the sub sub stops he opens the hatch and he's like we're, we're okay yeah Yay. we we made it yeah and then there's like a little like after scene thing where they're back on a beach and and they've got the plane and yeah, Catherine he, Zeta Jones is going to fly she, him away. Well, yeah, <laughs> she's prepping the plane to take Chrissy Swanson back home and and she says like, "Can you take your mask off one time, Kit?" Yeah. And he's he's like, he's "Oh, like, what? You, you, you got me." <laughs> he's like, "Well, I don't reveal my secrets except to the lady I'm going to marry slash bone and bone. get a kid from." Yeah. Um, Stop looking at me, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but here you here goes and yeah. takes his mask off and then she's like cool well bye yeah like, good, good to see you again <laughs> and then there's like a little voiceover at the end where it's like you know i knew one day i'd meet her again or something no it's the dad oh is the it the dad's no. like well, th- this is hopefully the lady he's going to marry so I can finally rest. <laughs> and that's the last line of dialogue in the movie mm-hmm. is Ghost Dad saying, basically, please go fuck her son so I can sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what the that's so fucking weird. Be seeing you, Christy Swanson. <laughs> so weird. Oh. But that's the Phantom. The Phantom is fun. Yeah. It's not great. No. It's not terrific, but it's not as good as the shadow. But I, I don't but, know about that. <laughs> well, you don't. Well, yeah, I thought you liked the shadow. I haven't seen the shadow. No, that's Yen's you're thinking of. I have not seen the shadow in. Oh, quite well, some I, time. I, I thought I. Well, I recent somewhat recently watched it, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's a great movie!" And I thought you were like, "I yeah. might have nodded along with you," but okay. I don't think I've seen it since the theater. So, hmm. I think I think the shadow is slightly better, but okay. not by much. I mean, I think this is really fun. Yes, it is. It's it's strangely fun. It should be a fucking mess. Because it's a goofy character mm-hmm. who doesn't really have any special powers, who kind yes. of lucks his way out of he everything. He has no phantom power. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told you you weren't done. I know. Um, you know, he, he's got a goofy costume. It just nothing about it on paper works. And I think a lot of people went into it in 96 who were just like, yeah, this is dumb. Just who cares? But well, I think looking back, it's, it's kind of fun. I'm going to give it three jocks. It's... Mm-hmm. It's absolutely worth watching. It's it's on both Prime and on Hulu if you have one of those services, yeah. um, or on cheap DVD bins the world over. I'm sure it's it is on Blu-ray, but it's out of print, which is strange. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, aside from some of the special effects, uh, the movie looks great. Uh, the locations are really good. Um, it's it's just it's nutty, and and Treat Williams is out of control, which is fun, like mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a goofy ass movie and it's a good time. I do enjoy Treat Williams harebrained schemes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh, anywho, man. uh, I am also going to give it three jocks in honor of the planned trilogy, according to the trivia that this was going to be <laughs> right. that when it lost all the money, they were like, well, so much for that. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Abandoned ship, ghost that shit, <laughs> ghost that phantom. But yeah, three three jocks. It's 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 a fun little movie. I mean, it is totally worth watching. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. It's it's also it's also ninety minutes, and it doesn't feel like chunks of it have been ripped out. It mm. doesn't feel like this was probably a two hour epic that they just cut down to make it as just as many showings as possible or whatever. It doesn't have even that. To it, yeah, which I mean, is there's nothing I could point to and be like, wow, that that is like the one good thing they did. It's just it's a solid movie throughout. Like it's it's just it's it's surprisingly competently made. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's from the guy that made Quigley Down Under. Yes, guess, but uh, also a good film. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's weird. Like some people are probably like, really that? Like no, it's just it's a solid little movie. And I mean, maybe coming at it now and not realizing, like, I I think it's like one of those benefits of of living longer <laughs> that you 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 actually watch the eras of film happen and i i've just kind of come to accept like i'm not going to really drastically mark down a movie from the mid 90s just because it has mid 90s problems yeah you know? i mean it could have other problems that are only intensified by the lousy effects of the sure. mid 90s but 
yeah sometimes I just, you I just, just go yeah that's that. the yeah. mid 90s yeah. oh well yeah it was that weird time where it was like where we're still kind of using compositing shots we're using cg you know or yeah. you know it was like we weren't quite good at anything anymore like practical effects were just mostly done you know it's like it was yeah. just it was a weird time for the it look, was. Of, it look was, of movies we were working it out yeah um but yeah i mean i just <laughs> I, I think this one doesn't like too egregiously fall into any of those traps and and it's a fun stupid movie and billy zane's having fun treat williams having fun yeah christy swanson's mostly just there i mean she's not doing anything specific particularly uh spectacular but i mean like i said i i like that she's not a damsel you know and i think that's why she just kind of blends in with the rest of the movie is that she's not i would never really expe- explain my or... why i think because like <clears throat> honestly if you think about it, like so many of the phantom's plans really fail and it were not for the help of his friends and or the ladies right because of hopping in the plane yeah they get away but like it immediately gets shot and is running out of fuel. Yes. So, I mean... It was up to the... I, he didn't tell the wolf to go get the horse. No. I think the wolf did that on his own. I'm saying, like, <laughs> the Phantom's kind of a failure. Like, it's like, you know, a pH... That's what fa- I'm saying. pH failure. Luck is one of the Phantom's superpowers. Sure. <laughs> I'm saying this is a strangely feminist movie because, like, so many times it's the ladies that end up saving his bacon. Because, like, the cutting the rope saved him, you know, thing earlier. They... Yep. They drop the portcullis or whatever that at one point that stopped the pirates from getting them. Like there was a lot of things the ladies did that, that say the bacon phantoms bacon. So mm, yeah. Delicious bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And you know, come on somebody, let's get Billy Zane going on a resurgence here. Yeah. Unless he's a bad guy, which we don't know yet. If you guys already know that, and that's the reason why he's not working, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, if that's probably if that problem is being taken care of on its own, that's fine. But uh, as of this recording, I will say I enjoy Billy Zane and I wish he was in more things. Yeah, Billy Zane, you're far too pretty. You don't have to be a predator. <laughs> I'm saying like, seriously, like there's nothing like Billy Zane is a handsome man. Yeah, he is. Yes. Good looking dude. Yeah. With or without hair. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that we're done. Yeah. The show's over. All right. <laughs> this theme's over yeah um if you're listening to one of us on patreon you're you know you're getting the hot phantom takes that are you know relevant to right now before we knew <laughs> yeah yeah like you could listen to us praise billy zane and then you're just like all the all these other people would be like mortified when yeah all of the horrible things about billy zane come out yeah. and uh so yeah you can be up and, and listen to us before people become problematic and and if if you know just if you're into cringe yeah go, you know <laughs> You're on Patreon, just head on over there, toss a dollar or more our way, and, and this show and, and other content is yours. Mm. Um, we're always trying to make more content. We should really stop. <laughs> yeah, we, we want our Patreon to be a good value. It, it's the best a, value, actually. Over, it is an overwhelming value, but we're not fleecing people like most best value mm-hmm. things do. We should maybe do that. Yeah. Need, <laughs> I don't know. We need some more fleece. Yeah. but uh, It's pretty hot. Yeah. We're, we're wool around here. Yeah, either way, patreon.com slash bmfcast is, is where you go to throw your dollar at us. And, yeah. and get, if you're listening on the main feed, just, you know, thanks for listening to us yammer on about pulp things for a while. And yeah. now we're done and we'll move on to some other dumb thing. Which we have. Yeah. Oh, good. We already have it, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not that dumb. Yeah. So trust us. It'll be fun. We have fun here. We do. <laughs> Fun's the best thing to have. So uh, we hope you had fun coming on this journey with us fun and uh now it's over but we'll be back next week with a different kind of fun that's a lot of fun (laughs) so until next week i'm chuck and i'm harlow and this is bamcast extra out